Welcome to the Coffee and Chi Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Lashan. I support people who want to live their life in alignment with their soul purpose. I absolutely love sharing the many ways that you can raise your vibration with nature's magic and our own deep inner knowingness. I work with people privately in workshops and through my online courses. My husband and I also own the Cabin Drive Through. If you are ever visiting the spectacular and beautiful Columbia River Gorge in Stevenson, Washington, do stop by and say hello at the Cabin Drive through for breakfast, lunch, awesome espresso, and desserts. So let's fill up our coffee cup and talk to the people who are helping us to raise the vibration of the planet. Welcome back. How are you connecting with nature? So it was about 17 years ago that I was living about 30 miles west of where I currently live. I was still in the Columbia River Gorge area, but I was closer to the city, um, closer to Portland, Oregon. And occasionally I would just feel like taking a drive up, up the Columbia River Gorge into the beauty, into the mountains. And eventually I ended up living here and I just feel like nature was constantly calling me (laughs) to get out here. I never thought ever that I'd live in a little rural town, but now that I've been here for all this time, it truly feels like it's just where I belong. It's home to me. I love it so much. And most people that I talk to who live here amongst all this beauty, truly appreciate it each and every day. I feel so grateful. And if you follow me on Instagram, you'll get a glimpse of what I'm talking about. But there truly is something magical about being amongst the trees and the waterfalls and the mountains. And nature just seems to give us a big hug every day. I love it. And it's good for our health. In a 2021 article in Psychology Today called Six Surprising Health Benefits of Walking Through a Forest, new research suggests that a brief walk through the forest reduces anxiety. And in this article, um, they list six findings. But some of these things are walking through the forest, it can reduce anxiety and negative feelings, such as anger and fatigue. It helps promote relaxation. It can have an antidepressant effect. A brief walk in the forest for 15 minutes can result in a better state of mind. Walking in nature, it may improve our immune systems, and we have lasting benefits from that. It may boost healthy antioxidants. And so all of these, this goodness that nature gives us just by stepping out the door into um, into the forest. But there's also um, a term called, it's called nature deficit disorder, um, which was introduced in 2005 in a book by Richard Louvre. And the, the book is called Last Child in the Woods, Saving Our Children from Nature Deficit Disorder. So this is a big deal. And I'm, I'm really excited to share my interview with Lauren LaPointe. She's going to share some tips that she has on the benefits of being in nature. 
She is a soul magic master coach who helps you unlock your magic, activate your gifts, and follow your soul's calling to create a successful life and business that you love. She's the founder of the Soul Magic Coach Certification Program and has served over 12,000 clients and students around the world for over nine years with her coaching and courses. And as a student myself, I have to say the program is awesome. So let's dive in and let's welcome Lauren. Hello, welcome Lauren. It's so great to have you here. Well, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. (laughs) (laughs) And so before we get started, what is in your coffee cup this morning? Um, Well, I'm very excited to share. It's actually tea. I've been going through a tea phase and um, it's called Nourishing Blend. And it's a blend of, I brought my little list, red raspberry, red clover, nettle, oat straw, dandelion leaf, dandelion root, and yellow dock spearmint. It is so good. That sounds lovely. So many good things in there. That I it is. I I'm know. I'm a big fan it's, of it's like... Nourishing blends. Yeah. I'm such a big fan of... I love the dandelion. Everything dandelion's like so good. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I made it in my cat, my blue cast iron tea kettle, which is a new thing. Um, so I went, I recently went to a tea workshop. So I've got my tea with me. So fun. You know, there's so much we can do with tea. I love it. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> so you're going to share with us today. You do so many magical things and I just love all that you're doing. You spend a lot of time in nature and you yes. help people find their purpose. Can you tell me a little mm-hmm. bit about how this all came to be for you? Well, um, back when, no, we're not going to do the entire life story, but um, nature has <laughs> always been a big part of my life. I think it, I think it's from like growing up in Eastern Canada, born in Nova Scotia. And um, so the ocean was a big part of it. But, you know, it really, I think I became more intentional about my practice with nature and really bringing into my work, which is like my soul work. Um, it actually happened during the pandemic. I was living in Tallahassee, Florida at the time. And we our house backed up onto um, the all these trails, like miles and miles of trails and, and lakes. And this is North Florida. So it's not like the rest of Florida. Like it's instead of palm trees and, and beaches, this is like like soft hills and woods and lakes and all of that kind of thing. So uh, so I just started walking and walking and walking. I called them my soul walks. Mm. And it basically transformed my life. I had this like, like all these like inner shifts that happened and it transformed my business. I did a lot of shifts with my business, which again is my, you know, is my soul work, my, my purpose work. And I've just been very intentional about my practice since I've, um, I moved to Pennsylvania a few months ago and there's a, a forest, a state, a state park forest really close to our house. And so I try to get in that forest pretty much every day if I can, um, learning to do the cold walks, which I actually really like, but, <laughs> but very, but doing it very intentionally. So there's all, you know, some, I think we know a lot of the obvious reasons why that's nice, but I'm bringing more of this purposeful work into what I do, um, as I, as I go into nature, which I'm so excited to talk about today. <laughs> well, what, are, what are a couple of your favorite things? Let's see. Um, 
Sorry, there's like 50 things that sprung into my mind. Okay. So, um, so let me see what's, com- what's coming. I know, I just love it so much. Um, well, I think I'll talk about it more specifically with how I use it with, with my business and my work. Um, although, of course, that spills over to all aspects of our life. But I like to go into nature. And let me just say really quickly, too, that like being in nature, like it doesn't mean you have to go into a forest. Like I know people who connect with nature by having a plant or there's like, you know, they have a small, small garden or maybe there's like, like a little patch in their neighborhood or a fountain or like there's, so there's lots of different ways to be in nature. I just want to say that you don't literally go into a forest. Yeah. Yeah, There's, yeah, lots and lots of different ways. So every, everybody kind of finds their thing. I think what's, what we're talking about today though is being more intentional about it so that you can bring it into your purpose work. But, um, but I like to go into nature with a quest with my questions. <laughs> so, um, it could be actually, it's for all aspects of my life, but, um, if there's something in my business that I'm, I'm not having clarity around, or I want to get direction or guidance, um, I have stopped doing that thing where we try to figure it, it out in our heads, right? Yeah. <laughs> As we do. Um, I've learned like that clarity and purpose and guidance, those things usually don't come from our heads, right? There's a lot of other things that come before that, and then it will appear in our heads, and then we can take action and, and do the things. But I like to go um, for my walks with a question. I'm just and I just leave it open. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm 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 asking today, and then I'll go off and do my little walk and um you know, and it will, at this point, it will, it will usually come through. I mean, it doesn't always, or sometimes it will come like later or maybe in a few days, but, um, but I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I have like all the support, you know, all the trees are like lined up and they're going, okay, here's, here's some ideas for you. So, <laughs> I love um, that. but yeah, so I, that's a way that's really, really served me well. And I've had some really um, beautiful downloads about, you know, what I'm doing about my purpose, um, what I'm doing specifically in my life that way. Um, but yeah, it just, it really gets you out of your head, um, gets us out of that, the logic and reason side of our brains. Those are lovely sides of our brain. <laughs> like that's really lovely. But, um, when we're doing purpose work, we need to learn how to access something deeper. So, and you know, nature just grounds us. It helps us feel really connected yeah. um, to the earth, um, to ourselves, to our bodies, to our physical self, and um, and also to, I don't know, I find when I'm alone in nature and it's very, very quiet, I feel really super connected to everybody else and everything else, which that was a surprise for me because you think that it, it would be the opposite, but I actually feel this deeper connection. It's like, it's like all the noise kind of subsides. And you're like, oh, okay, we're all connected. I feel this. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I love that. You know, you think so often, I always think of like when you go to bed at night, I always hear, you know, like ask a question before you go to bed at night and then the answers will come to you. But I love that, putting that out in nature. Yeah, I love that. And I, I love that practice too. Yeah. It's like learning to ask for the answers that we're seeking rather than trying to force them and, and, um, force our minds to um, to come up with the thing. <laughs> We've yeah. all been there. I, I do that a lot too. Where I'm like, okay, I want clarity. And it's like, no, no, no. It's not going to come this way. So yeah. Are there are there archetypes and things that you call in when you're in nature? And like, how do you use that? How does that help you? Sorry, what was that? Um, do you call in like archetypes or fairies, goddesses? Oh, I see what you mean. Angels. <laughs> 
you asked that because you know I love my forest fairies. Yeah, <laughs> we talked about that a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do. Um, yeah, I'm a big. Um, I, I I do love to bring in um, the magical archetypes, and um, and I will absolutely bring them in. I think that's that spirit of play and magic and imagination. And yes, I talk to them in the woods. Yeah. I'm, I'm admitting this in a podcast. Okay. <laughs> but, um, but it feels so good. Like, I feel so like, you know, it just brings you back to that playful side. I'm like, hello, fairies, you know, yeah. how are you today? And it lightens me. Like sometimes if I'm like, if there's something going on, I'm feeling a little like, oh, I've got this on, on my mind or whatever. It just brings me back to that place. And I, yeah. And I, I connect with my fairies and and I, I ask some questions too, and and um, it's very, it's very. Um, cat is like all over me as I'm talking. It's like I think cat, my cat is part fairy. So, um, but um, but yeah, bringing in the archetypes um, when I'm near water. Um, you know, I like to connect with like the mermaids. I also like you know if you see certain birds and certain animals, um, bringing bringing that in as well. Um, that can all be very powerful. You know, when I, I'm thinking back to when I was in Florida, for a while I would see like a certain bird, you know, like there'd always be like for a long time, it was like the great blue heron, a great blue heron. And I was oh, like, okay, yeah. this is, this is really meaningful. And then when I moved to Pennsylvania, I was like, oh, I'm sad. I'm not going to get to see my great blue heron. And the first day I went to my forest, I love the forest, but I was also really sad because I missed my great blue herons. And I got into the car and I looked up and a great blue heron flew right in front of my windshield. <laughs> Which is pretty unusual for that area because there's not a lot of water in that area. So um, I took that as a sign. I, it was it was like a welcome. It was a so welcome. beautiful. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you use spirit animals in your work or do you use that for yourself? I do. Yeah, I'm really connected with animals, um, which goes hand in hand with nature, of course. Yeah. And um, and again, it, it changes. Like recently I've been seeing um, seeing the fox, a red fox. And, um, there was one in my yard the other day and he, I looked at the window and he was just looking at me and then he kind of ran off into the woods, but then, and just little (laughs) sightings. And there's actually one that sings it's evening here. And there's usually what we might even hear, hear the fox in the background because, um, Uh. we sing outside my window. (laughs) So like seeing physically seeing the fox, but also, um, I find that the red fox is very, very magical animal. And it feels very special to see that. So, Yeah, I've had Mm -hmm. my whole life, I feel like I like really didn't have any interest in a fox anywhere. But then Mm -hmm. the past few years, I see them everywhere. Like, I feel like that's kind of my right now, this animal that's speaking to me. And it's so interesting. Right. It shows up everywhere. I pull cards. It's in things people send to me. It's in when I have had... Um, sessions where I do uh, journeying sessions and the fox comes up. Mm -hmm. It's just the fox is everywhere. (laughs) I love that. It's really powerful. And, you know, all of this, like noticing the animal, noticing things in nature, um, it really develops our, um, our mindfulness. You know, we start to pay attention Mm -hmm. to these more subtle things, these different elements, which, you know, can just trickle to every part of our lives, of course. It just, again, once again, getting us at that shift out of our head and our everyday. And again, I'm not, not that that is bad, but it's just that we tend to overemphasize that. Um, 
so yeah, it just brings us into all these little details and we start to notice. And, um, and I find it so fascinating. I find people that aren't into, into the woo, you know, will <laughs> notice the animal sightings and start to just go, Oh, I wonder if that means anything. So yeah. I love that, um, that they sort they're sort of a bridge into, um, into this other world. So you help people find their life purpose. Can you tell yes. me a little bit about, I guess, how how people kind of transition into to finding that? I don't know. I guess I feel before I even knew about that, I feel like my life changed and now I don't know my life any other way without right. looking at my yeah. purpose. <laughs> so Yeah. So Yeah, that's can you speak to that? And, and absolutely. And I know I kind of I like to speak to that and I don't. <laughs> and the brief, I'll explain what I mean. I do, obviously, I like to speak to that because I love helping people guide them towards this and to live in alignment with their purpose and to do their work, you know, whatever that is um, in alignment with their purpose, because uh, it's all part of the broader, the broader thing. But um, I find that that word can be really daunting. You know, it's like, what's your purpose? And then people it's kind of like, oh, I don't know what my purpose is. What am I doing? So it can feel like a really big thing. And that's why, um, I don't know, I just, you know, careful around like the big thing. Are you living your purpose? I, because it's so multi-layered and nuanced. And at, at the end of the day, our purpose is just the core of who we real, who we are. It's our most authentic self, yeah. who we really are. So it's not something out there that we're seeking. It's not something that we're becoming. It's not the, all these things we have to do. It's like, oh, it's actually just, it, it feels like a cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, this. Oh, there it is, right? And it just feels, it doesn't feel frenetic or, you know, um, some of these other energies. It feels, you just feel this very calm, clear, quiet center. And that's why, like for me, the nature piece helped me find that and continues to support that. And I do find that nature is a powerful tool for that because it does allow us to just kind of go, because ah. I think anybody, whether they're into nature or not, I think people can think of some time when they were in something, some beautiful nature, whether they were on vacation or, or just saw something and they just kind of had that moment of, oh. Like that's, that's it, you know, that's that feeling, yeah. right? And we all have that within us and nature is a way to just really help us connect with that. Yeah. And going from, you know, people being in like in a career where they feel like they're just going, showing up every day and just existing to doing something that, like you said, you just, you feel, you feel connected at a heart level kind yeah. of to what you're doing. Such a huge difference. Purpose, purpose work. Yeah. And it's, um, and I, and I want to say too, because I know there can be a lot of um, beating ourselves up if we feel like we're not doing our purpose, but I, and I actually believe that every journey, every step in our life is part of it. Like when I was back doing work that was not my purpose, it was actually part of my purpose at that time because it was leading me to the thing 
um, where I could actually do my meaningful work. So, so it's not like one thing is bad and one thing is good. I just try to watch because we're, it's so easy to judge ourselves, right. (laughs) And put those labels on. Um, but, but it is a really beautiful thing. I feel like a lot of my, the work that I do is helping people just peel off the layers. There's a lot of layers that we accumulate, right. And just peeling off those layers and really coming to our authentic true self and just giving ourselves permission to be, to be like, okay, yes, yes, this is me. I really own and claim all these parts of me. And it's from that place and that space that we're able to really then get the clarity to be like, oh, this is what I'm here to do. And this is what I'm doing. And then we transition and, you know, into that place where we're doing work that feels so aligned to that. There's, there's a lot of mystery and inquiry around being in nature and just allowing ourselves to feel the magic. Yeah. And there's a lot of different ways to do it, you know, like, um, like sometimes I'll go and I'll do my exercise walk. I'm like, okay, I want to get my heart rate up, you know, but usually what feels really good for me when I, if I am doing a walk or a hike or exercise in nature is I combine it with, um, that quiet, um, listening time. So, um, like in, in my forest right now, I have a walk where it's like, you know, up a hill and I'm really like getting all of that. But then I make sure I take, like, I finish it by going down by the babbling brook and I sit and that's where I can be really reflective. And I find that feels really, really grounding and balancing to have, um, to have that quiet time in nature and that listening time, Um, but also taking care of my body and all parts of myself too. So, um, so yeah, there's so many different ways that we can invite in, in, in nature. Um, And it's just, it's just, about being intentional and yeah. And just having like a regular practice, just like anything else, a regular practice, like, okay, I want to have this connection with nature. How can I invite that in? Maybe it's like, I said, get another plant, walk to the park, you know, maybe once a week or whatever it might be. There's so many different ways we could do that. Do you ever do evening walks? Well, it's, very dark here. Yeah, yeah. But totally, my, yeah. my, yeah. It's 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 funny. Like I, I totally would, but um, it's yeah. Um, but my state park forest, which actually closes at sundown, um, but they've been they have started to do full moon walks. So it's funny you say that because this weekend we're doing, yeah, we're doing a mindfulness full moon walk. So oh it's going to be at dark and we're going. We're going to try not to use any flashlights. Um, if it's cloudy, and we need to. Um, we're supposed to bring red light flashlights and we're doing a two hour hike. It's actually quite, it's not like a little light, like what's we're going, it's like, a, like up this really steep incline wow. <laughs> and we're going to get, we're going to like hike up there inside. It's all in silence and we're going, you know, they ask us to bring blankets or something to sit on. It's going to be very cold. So I'm looking at what my blank I might bring to, um, and we're going to meditate under the full moon um, outside. Oh in my the forest. gosh, that sounds so magical. I'm and so excited. Um, I know. I, I know. That. Yeah. This park that's been um, offering these these walks, they sell out like within a few hours. And wow. <laughs> so they're very, very popular. Yeah. People are really craving this, you know. Do you know about how many people go when you go? Um, they can only accommodate 20 people just because of the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's about 20 type. people. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. We did a full moon owl hike last month, which was really fun. Um, that was a little different. It wasn't, it wasn't intentional silence, but we got quiet anyway, when we were out kind of walking around and, and listening for the owl hoots. <laughs> well, and wasn't it the owl moon? Yeah. It was exactly. Okay. Yes. I like it was, I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah, that is so cool. Yeah, so they, they tied it in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, Lauren, if someone wanted to work with you, yeah. how would they connect with you? Probably the best way is just to reach out um, on, you know, any of my social medias, um, Instagram, it's Lauren C. LaPointe, which I know is, is um, take the hot minute to spell, but I think you're going to put a link. It's just L-A-U-R-E-N-C, LaPointe with an E on the end um, on my Instagram or on Facebook. I'm on Facebook quite a bit as well. Um, but, um, but yeah, if anybody wants to share any of their experiences with nature too, I'd love to hear that. I love having these conversations about um, connecting with nature to, to get deeper into our, into our soul purpose and just add that layer of meaning and magic to our lives. I love this conversation. Thank you so much for having me on your magical podcast. You're magical, Lauren. <laughs> right back at ya. Anyone else out there up for a full moon night hike? That sounds amazing. I hope that this episode inspired you to take a step outside into nature this week and perhaps even discover your spirit animal. Thank you so much for sharing your time with us. Reach out to Lauren. Her information is listed in the show notes. My guests love hearing from you. I would also love to know what you want to know more about for future episodes. So I'd love to hear from you about that. So reach out to me and please like and subscribe so you do not miss the next episode when we chat with the magical Abby McHale. She is the face behind the Marigold Women. Connect with me in the show notes and have an amazing and beautiful day. Thank you.